up for your right. Welcome to the Real Estate Reality Show. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving across the street or across the country, call Arrow Moving and Storage, 719-325-6341. Now your host and back-to-back Best of the Springs realtor, Justin Hermes. Folks, we're into another show here. That's right. We have thought out over here at Carrie Yeah, it's a cold few weeks, but we are back into it. We got our sunscreen on. We are ready for that Colorado sun. That is right. Yeah, Matt's got his swimsuit on over here. I don't know how I'm going to stay focused for the show. <laughs> anyway, rent control and the scary side of it, folks. That's the title of today's show. We have a guest joining us in the third segment. That is Austin Darby talking all things insurance. And that's been something I just keep hearing... I talked to two clients today, both the same thing. My insurance has doubled. What's going on? This is getting ridiculous. And so a lot of good information coming on the third segment. We always talk a little bit of good, a little bit of bad. I figured this time we'd change it up. We'll tell you a little bit about what's going on overseas. In some of these so-called ghost towns now, in Japan, 8 million abandoned homes in Japan. I mean, it is unbelievable. And now, you know, you got more people buying from other countries. And part of this is just Japan's declining population. And part of it is they put no real financial freedom in home ownership. It just, it isn't how carry the weight it does here in the U.S. where people are, are trying to get home ownership. It's not prioritized for people over in Japan. And you have these cities that are close to beaches, beautiful towns that have become abandoned. And... If you look it up, some of these homes, it's like $1 is what you pay for the home. And of course, it's going to need some work and stuff. But boy, it got my, you know, me scratching my head a little bit. I'm going, geez, oh, Pete, they got that direct flight to Narita. United does out of Denver. I've been before and I'm thinking I should go back and really do some due diligence for a week on what is going on with these abandoned properties and get a little more of the nitty gritty. The taxes aren't through the roof. I think they're just, they're really trying to revitalize these areas and doing so, they're just basically giving it away. This isn't the only country in the world experiencing this. Sicily, Italy of all places, there's these towns, these outskirts, and you can look it up, folks. Google it. I'm not lying to you. Look it up. One euro up to, you know, if you buy something good, it's probably closer to, you know, 20,000 euro. That doesn't need a lot of work, but some of these, yes, they need work, but There's stories of a gentleman bought one for one euro, put some money into it, turned around and sold it for 30,000 euro. They're trying to get these ghost towns, you know, back on track. And it's just kind of fun to look at. And it's kind of like, huh, how did this happen where all these homes got abandoned, right? And some of it is like that island where Honda was working and they just completely stopped doing service there and they stopped producing cars and the whole island just became completely abandoned, right? So how did this come about and what is it going to look like when you're basically giving home ownership away. So something I want to do a show on here in the future. If you have thoughts on that, if you have other countries you know of, give me a ring. I'd love to hear about it. 719-232-1063. And we're going to go into our first commercial break here. We'll be right back. Justin Hermes, Real Estate Realities. Oh, 
we're back to the Real Estate Reality Show with Justin Hermes. This segment is brought to you by HouseCheck, servicing the front range of Colorado Springs for over 25 years with the most complete and personalized home inspection. Call them now for more information at 719-266-1645. Okay, folks, we are back into it here. We're diving deep. Rent control, the scary side of it, title of today's show. And right now, the state of Colorado, just so everybody understands this, it prohibits rent control, the state level, right? So no municipalities, no cities can enforce rent control. And they were hot on the trot, the legislators last year, on getting on this. And it didn't pass. And now they're back. They're back on attack and they're working to lift the deal where they're prohibiting rent control, right? So they're trying to lift this. And so that way each municipality can enforce rent control as they see fit. The city of Denver's chomping at the bit wanting to do that. And so this can create a lot of issues, right? I mean, a lot of this stuff, housing too, even gets vetoed by Polis because he's even go, he's more middle of the road than so many bills that get brought to him, like the first right of refusal. He vetoes them and goes, this is ridiculous. Give me some more common sense just to show you how crazy some of these ideas are. And really what it is, is the state of Colorado in general, when it comes to property rights, has become too big, too involved, too much government, and it's making it a real pain for those who own their own property. And they're taking away our property rights little by little. And it's something where you have to get involved. And this year, I said, you know, I talk about this a lot, but what am I going to do? And I'm heading up there on Monday with some realtors, big group of them, part of the RPAC, and going up there and trying to get a handle on, hey, what is going on at the legislation pushing forward these bills and try to get more involved? That's all you can do, folks, is get involved and voice your concerns. So it's not the first time we've seen rent control, believe it or not. Between 1941 and 1964, 80% of the United States had rent control. Isn't that wild? I'm going to go back and say that again. 80% of the U.S. had rent control. The first rent control put in place was in New York City, and they did it right after World War II, and it's the longest rental board committee in the history of the U.S. It's still in control, and they determine how much rent can be raised, right? So it's so funny that legislators, they're, they're thinking of doing this because there was an uh, analysis done by, who was John Hopkins here at university, 98% of economists agreed rent control does not work. And they've analyzed places like New York, San Francisco. It does not work, right? Basically, anything they're doing in San Francisco, we should just do the opposite, right? Because these cities now are becoming abandoned. It's just like LA, all these superstars moving out because they have the mansion tax, the homeless tax, and you have full streets just abandoned. A whole block down in LA and San Francisco, completely abandoned. Homeless have taken over. And why are we getting ideas from these other? We should just do the opposite of these other cities because what rent control does is it deters developers from building. That's all it is. We're going to have less people coming here. We're going to have less people investing. They're going to go, you know what? I'm good. I don't need big government telling me what to do with my investments. If we would leave it, To the free market, we'd be just fine. Rent is actually coming down nationwide and here in Calder Springs. Let the natural market correct itself. If you want to look at this topic, a great city to look at is St. Paul, Minnesota, and Minneapolis because they're 15 minutes away from each other. And you have St. Paul that put in place rent control. And guess what? Minneapolis is blowing up now. 
That's where all the growth is, Minneapolis. They're going, oh, that's fine. You want to control what we do? We'll go somewhere else. So if you think this is a good idea here in Colorado, in Colorado Springs, look up St. Paul and Minneapolis and see how that played out. Because I'm going to tell you right now what happens is landlords automatically just go, you know what? I'm going to skip my property maintenance. I'm going to pull back because somebody is telling me how much I can charge and limiting my increase in rent. And I'm going to skip the maintenance. I'm going to not update my property either. Why update it if I can't get more rent? And so you've seen this in other cities like in New York where it just turns to slums. Complete slum lords because they're going, why would I keep up with anything? There's no incentive for me to make my property nicer. And this whole thing of the first right of refusal on multifamilies five or higher where it has to go to the government first for a right of refusal. They want to get in the housing deal. It's a joke. If you don't believe me, look up the Prop 123. Google it, Prop 123. Looks good. Oh, you know, you see the headlines on it. Oh, that's great. Grants, local, help, build affordable housing. It's our tax dollars. A lot of it is going down the drain, in my opinion. You're getting less back on your Tabor refund, and it's going to BS affordable housing programs. There's a little, little bit in there that's good. I was talking with a gentleman who's running for U.S. Congress, Dave Williams. He served at our uh, state level, and we were chatting about this. And he said, you know what? When I was up there, I was trying to push all these squatting bills forward and working on housing. And he says, you know, I got progress on a few, but they got so darn watered down. He says, it's terrible. There's no common sense. The attitude up there is no property rights. Everyone gets the same thing. Everyone rents and we'll all be equal. And the government can control housing. And that is just so backwards. And I pray that it shifts. And that's why I'm getting involved because it's going to ruin our state. It really will. It's not putting forth these bills like a Prop 123. It is doing things like relaxing building code requirements. You should see the code. Thankfully, here in El Paso County, our regional buildings, you know, trying to dodge everything they can coming from the state level, but they can only do so much. It's a joke. What was it? They said the cost on a vacant land in like San Fran is like, it was like a million dollars by the time you get through all the tap fees. It takes two years to start digging because they just put so much red tape in. And so what should we be doing? Relaxing the building code, right? All these efficiency requirements, we care about the efficiency. Okay, we're gonna have a house that costs 100,000 more. 100,000 more to purchase, but it's a greenhouse. Oh, that's great. Anything you are saving on maybe solar panels, any of those utilities are just a loss because your monthly mortgage payment is higher. It's just like the whole thing for solar. Get solar. I mean, that is terrible. Look at the amortization on these. Look at the loans on these. I've never been involved in a real estate transaction. I've been in a bunch with solar panels. I've never been involved in one where the buyer takes over the loan. The seller always just has to pay off the full loan before closing, even in a hot market. That shows you how stupid of an investment that is. So don't get caught into that. They're going, well, it's only going to cost you an extra hundred a month. And then the savings is this and this. You got to read the details in it. Let's see here. What we're, I want to get back on this. Less Tabor refund. It's going to be 8% less because this Prop 123, that really increased it from $145 million to $290 million for housing. A lot of this is even to provide free representation for tenants who are arguing with landlords, right? It's tenant representation. Well, we should get, as landlords, free representation too from the state. My tax dollars should be going towards free representation for myself as well, right? It is a total thing of stay out of it. Let free market take control. You can look at all these examples from New York to San Fran to San Diego. Rent control does not work. 
and they're trying the darnest at the state level to get this into place. Thank God we have some great politicians here in the Springs. Even if it does pass the state level, it'll be up to each municipality to decide, and Calder Springs won't be on that list. I know, talking to someone like Yemi and our county commissioners, they're not gonna they're not gonna let that happen. Thank goodness we have the leadership here and we're not in Denver. So many people are leaving Denver because the city council and the mayor, it's getting crazy up there. Hey, turn in your leases. We got to review all the leases and we maybe have to do a walkthrough on your property, depending on the type of property it is. Big government. Okay. Let's keep it special here in Colorado Springs, folks. Let's keep rent control out of the state and especially out of our backyard here in El Paso County. If you have questions on rent control, let me know. Um, basically, the big thing behind it is to they determine the percentage. There's a board determines the percentage. You can raise your rent every year, and we just can't have that. All right, folks, we got Austin Darby joining us next, Main Street Insurance. Stick around. Welcome back to the Real Estate Reality Show. Now here's Justin Hermes. Coming to America, never looking back again. Coming to America. Oh. All right, folks, we're back into a third segment here. We had Austin on the line. He uh, was just telling me a little bit about his iPhone and how he's got to upgrade his technology. And I told him, don't do it. Resist, because my iPhone's four years old, man. So resist the upgrade. No, no, you got to upgrade your iPhone just like you need to upgrade your insurance agent. <laughs> there you go. That's it, folks. He's a, he's out of, the, out of the gate here pretty hard. So this is the thing, Austin. I talked with Claire this morning. You do the insurance for her, and she's going to call you and get a new quote. You know, I, I talked to so many people like, oh, the insurance doubled. I mean, this is crazy. And it's just, Claire's going to call you. The nice thing is you have 30 companies who you work with and you, she'll get it lowered and we'll be okay. But I mean, what is the deal behind a, just doubling a rate within a year and no claims? Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what it's turning into right now. And I actually spoke with Claire today. So thanks. Yeah. And, and she reached out and she was happy to you know, go over everything and look at it. And we were able to get her rate back down already. So it's actually good. We are able to talk about that right now. But what people kind of, I don't know what I think was going on for a long time is people were told, if you don't make a claim, if you drive well, your rate will stay the same, or it might even go down. And that's just like saying, if you're a loyal customer at Chipotle, and you keep eating your chicken burrito every Monday, the prices are going to stay the same. And we might even give you a discount next week when you come in to get your burrito. And over time, prices don't go down on anything. I mean, for the most part. I mean, I know like technology stuff, it seems to, right? Like an 80-inch flat screen TV used to be $5,000. Now you can go to Walmart and get one for 25 bucks or whatever Yeah, it that's is. probably the only, other, the only sector that has seen a decrease. Exactly. <laughs> technology is about the only thing where I've seen a decrease. But, you know, with, with stuff like insurance, I know the biggest reason 
for this year in particular is last year we had a heck of the summer. And, you know, it's one thing or the other with Colorado. You either are going to have half the state burn down or half the state get hammered with hail and and flooding because we don't retain water well. And that's what we had this past summer was a ton of flooding and a ton of, you know, hail and water damage. And so what happens is when you live in the state as a collective state, what each insurance company, what we've been told in our quarterly meetings is they're looking to be profitable within the state. And right now they're not profitable in Colorado. So we're in a, in a pretty bad situation to be completely honest with you. Yeah. And the thing I look at too is folks, you can't control the price of the insurance company. Just like I can't control the property taxes you pay, but you know, we can certainly try to dispute the property taxes, right? You can call Austin and if you're not using him right now, he can price out 30 different companies for you, you know, within 15 minutes rather than you calling around a state farm and all state and all family, whatever it is, farmers, and trying to get all these different quotes, which is going to drive you nuts. The call is, is just like Claire, you call Austin and you say, hey, what the heck, man, this thing doubled. Let's figure it out. And if you have somebody advocating for you and you're willing to do the due diligence, you just get, get it as cheap as you can with the best coverage you can and you move forward. But there's a lot of people who don't, they don't do that. And that's where it's just, it's costing people a lot more money. In the past, we'd talk about saving 200 bucks. Now you could be leaving a couple grand out on the table, just like Claire was. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is, Justin. I mean, right now, it's like we said, we're in a volatile market with everything. But in particular with insurance, most companies that I've spoken with, you know, we had our first quarter meetings, you know, they're saying they're taking rate, which Colorado is a state that can take rate. And what that means is across the board, they're increasing everyone's rate to recoup last year being a negative year. What that means basically is they paid out more than premiums they collected last year in the state of Colorado. So luckily, instead of being like Florida and California, where companies are completely pulling out, they're just increasing rates. And when I talk to other insurance professionals, they go, look, it's not a great thing because you have a bunch of angry customers calling saying my rates went up, but it's a great thing that you still have a policy and your home is still insured and you still have companies that will insure it. Because in places like Florida and California that are just going, nope, never mind. We're not even going to just increase your rate. We're going to pull out altogether. And that's something that you don't want to happen. Because even if your rate costs $4,000 a year, you'll be happy you have that $4,000 a year policy when your $500,000 house burns to the ground or you have $80,000 in hail damage. And you go, okay, I paid $4,000 a year for five years, 20000 bucks, but I just got paid out 80000 So you get a return on your investment a lot of times with insurance. And people just don't look at that big picture. Because I know plenty of people like yourself that you've gotten probably five, six new roofs since I signed you up five years ago. Uh, you know, eight and, years ago. Yeah. Or was it five? Either I mean, way. it's been Either a bit. I, I've stopped putting them on as fast as I used to. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And that's smart. You know, you want to. I would say I haven't had a claim in the last four years. Yeah. I guess 2020 was probably the last time you had a claim. So that is true. But still, like I said, you see that you've gotten some of the benefits of, yeah, you're paying for your insurance, but you've gotten some new roofs and now your properties are in better shape because of it. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. And that's, that's what I'm trying to get people to understand and take away from it is, and then like you said, it's not even that you have to do the due diligence, just do enough due diligence where you check your bill. Last year it was 2000. This year it's 3,500 make a phone call and then I'll do the work for you. You know, that's, that's the biggest thing is you don't have to get your bill and now go call every company to get quotes. Just call me and say, Hey, my bill went 
up from 2000 to 3500 what can you do to get it back down? And within 24 hours, I will get you something to get your rate back down. It might not be exactly 2000 but I bet you it won't be that same 3500 that it increased to. Yeah, and I was talking with the guys over at Crestone Roofing, their new show sponsor this year, the two owners over there, and I was talking about Austin. The first thing they said was, is he a broker? And I said, yes. And these guys know, especially Eddie, you know, he said, that's the only person I'll refer as a broker now, because he says, that's the only way they truly have the client's best interest in hand. He said, because if they're representing one insurance company, how can you really be acting in the best faith of the customer if you only have one thing you can sell, right? Yeah. And then that's exactly what even myself as a broker, like I don't write State Farm, American Family and USAA. You know, and I tell people that. So I say, hey, look, if you want to go get quotes from those people, that's fine. And I also have contacts with each of those companies that I feel comfortable referring people to if we can't find you a good deal. But at the end of the day, I mean, I've had this happen a few times, quite a few times this year. And it happened just today with Clara, where we weren't able to get her policy back to what it was last year, but it was still $1,000 cheaper than what it was renewing at. And we looked with those other companies and nobody was better. So we still got her the best deal at the end of the day, even though it wasn't exactly what she paid last year or the year before. Yeah. And that's the ticket as we have about a minute left here, Austin, if people want to reach out to you, what's the best way? Yeah. So 719-464-4705. I mean, I'm available, text, call, whatever's easiest for you. And it's just a couple pieces of information, so I'm not taking a ton of your time. But yeah, 719-464-4705 is my cell, and I'm always happy to help. Yeah, and Austin's local right here, guys. I mean, he grew up here, played baseball at Cheyenne. That's when I first met him. And so, you know, you're supporting somebody in the local community here, and that's a big, big deal. And Austin makes the show work. You know, he's a show sponsor. This is why we're able to bring the information to you every Sunday. Once again, 719 464 4705. Austin, thanks for coming on the show with us. Thanks so much, Justin. All right, folks, that's it. Also, tune in on Fridays because I'm doing a show Fridays, and that's 9 to 10. Austin, sometimes you'll hear him on there and some other special guests as well. So thanks for joining me. Use the gifts God has given you to bless somebody else today, and have a great week. The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. I'm on hip hop, struck my screaming from the top of my lungs. I-